Welcome, fellow human, to the Disorganized Productions Podcast. The show that fuels your spirit, ignites your potential, and helps you become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Rob, and each episode will embark you on a journey to unlock the power within you, tap into your limitless potential, and conquer life's challenges. Hey there, fellow human. Welcome to another episode of Disorganized Productions. Today, you're going to listen to uh, part two of the podcast with Derek Stitt. Oh, yeah, baby. Stitt is in the house. Um, please shout out, big shout out to my friends at thefirmamentalpodcast.com. They have some great stuff going on. Check out their podcast. And uh, you can also pre-order the book from Scipio Eruditus, Anatomy of um, Revolution, uh, at that website. So, thefermamentalpodcast.com. And uh, there will be a link from my link tree in this show description, where you can check all my websites and all the stuff that I'm doing. And uh, really... Just get into my merchandise store because probably there is some really cool merch that you were uh, very proud to wear and to sponsor this show. Well, without any further ado, this next guest is going to be Derek Stitt. I hit the record button. I had yesterday my... uh, I have this uh, three terabyte um, external drive, and it crashed. Mm. And all my stuff, like all the podcasts, all the the backups, is on there. Oh. Are you able to I, save it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do have some saves, but uh, it's it's out there, right? So it's in uh, on Spotify and stuff like that. So I have to download them again, probably. Mm. Mm-hmm. To you know when something happens, when they're going to shut off the the platform that I can uh, still uh, still use it. Um, but there's also some some uh, work related stuff on that. Then so, <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. That sucks, and that's the downfall of technology. It sucks that you you know we're almost a victim to uh, it's like a victim slave kind of thing or something to the technology. It's like, as soon as something goes to, and that's something I wanted to talk about a little bit with, uh, did you hear about what happened in the States here on Thursday about the AT&T cell coverage and phones and stuff all went down uh, a little bit. It's pretty interesting we're to, to, to get the cash and stuff like that. Right. Well, they were able to still like use, like, it was really strange how they tried to, you know, we're all flat earthers with shit. So they're trying to blame like solar flares, blah, blah, blah. You're like, whatever, dude. But what basically kind of happened was AT&T and there's a company called Cricket that got bought out by AT&T. That's what I have. And uh, a few other companies based just a few though, out of all the providers, they had no cell service. You can't send a phone call, a text message. You can't log in on anything. You're just locked out of the world. And you were able to, like, if you were somewhere that you could use Wi-Fi, you could still get on Wi-Fi shit, whatever. But anyways, it was just interesting because we're like, hmm, it's an election year. We got all kinds of craziness ready to go again. And, take, tell, you know, taking communication away from people, that's kind of a scary thought. 
Oh, yeah. And a lot of people don't think about it, right? I made a, a TikTok video about how convenient it is to get home and to switch the light on and mm -hmm. to uh, walk to the tap water and just open the tap and water comes out. Well, what if that is something that is very luxury right now? Because when something happens just like that, like, like, uh, uh, uh what's, what's it called in English? Yeah. Well, when it's not working, you know, when there is yeah, like a blackout or something, not yeah. like a blackout or something like that, because it, I mean, technology gives also the stuff that is overheated and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and especially in the States when it's very warm, like in Arizona and stuff like that, they say, don't turn on your, uh, uh your air conditioning because we have to load Tesla's right. <laughs> oh, I know. That's that's the interesting thing, too. Whether it's hot or it's cold. I mean, we saw just a few, well, shit, we're still kind of in winter, I guess, but we still saw, um, like, what was it, the super cold temps here in, like, Oklahoma, where basically wind chills were about, like, negative 10, negative 5, stuff like that. It was really damn cold. Wow. And uh, a lot of these electric cars, even when plugged in, they, they, they weren't charging because of the cold temperatures. And the other irony, too, is some of those electric cars, even if they did charge, well, now you can't drive any, no, anywhere because your charger is frozen to your car. Like, the, the plug-in part is frozen to the damn car. <laughs> Ani, I need your hair, hair uh, oh, what's it called? The, get the, the hair dryer, hell yeah. I need the hair dryer to get my car going. <laughs> right. Oh, but it makes no sense, and especially now because they want to, I think it's 2030, they want to put everything into electric. A lot of people are complaining already because when you have like a Mercedes Sprinter mm -hmm. uh, that can pull like 1,500 kilograms and stuff like that, if you have a business, you know, like uh, sandwiches or fish and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we, we're driving an electric Sprinter that only has 300 or 400 kilograms that you can pull. So a lot of people mm -hmm. go out of business and, and especially... Uh, uh, nowadays, when you have to uh, an acceleration like 300 kilometers, well, mm -hmm. Netherlands isn't that big. But if you drive a lot on a day, you need to wait to recharge, which is going to cost you like an hour. And if you're going to count it back with uh, the normal fuel, uh, that's going to be tremendous because you, you got to pay like 150 or something like that per whatever it is for electric car. So mm -hmm. uh, in the end, the costs are almost the same. But you... You can't rely on that because when, when I'm pulling over with, with my gasoline car, uh, within five minutes or 10 minutes, I'm gone. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm full, I filled it up and can go hit the road yeah. again. But, um, there was this, uh, funny thing about two years ago when uh, a lot of people went to a winter sport in Austria. And you saw mm. like 20 or 30 Teslas lined up because there are only a few places where you can uh, recharge, right? Oh, when yeah, somebody yeah. is recharged like 45 minutes or an hour, you have to wait an hour. So you can count if there's four or five cars before you. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a long sit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that goes to like those old, you know, the lions of the gas crisis in the 70s and stuff like that. But yeah, with electric, like that's a fantastic point. You brought up that, you know, I don't think many people think about just the little, little things sometimes. You pull up to a gas pump. And well, within, yeah, five to 10 minutes, you're got you a hot dog out of the gas station. You filled your tank up and you got something to drink. You're back on the road again. You know, yeah. if you go to the electric cars, if everybody has to go to the electric cars, we're already being not just the grid burdened, but just people burdened of like, you've got two other cars in front of you and it takes them, let's just say 30 minutes to charge their car. 
well, 30 minutes with two cars ahead of you. Now you're looking at an hour before you can even plug your car in. And then another 30 minutes to charge your own car. And you're like, dude, they're just trying to tell you not to enjoy life anymore. Like they're taking all the time you have away from you. If you kind of think about it, really. Yeah. Kind of psychological too. It's, it's great that they've made uh, some things like that. You know, that there, there, there should be a benefit of, of, but for a complete society to get over to it, that's not possible anyways. And it's the same with, with gas, you know. Gas is something that that's, you can put it out of uh, out of earth like millions of years, mm-hmm. and uh, but because they they make this heresy, just like oh no, it's gonna you know it's gonna take last uh, like one hundred years, and then there's heresy. Mm. Oh yeah, but what about electric grid? And you see how many of these windmills have been installed in the last couple of uh, uh, well, uh, last couple of years. Uh, and how many that there are not turning when there's wind. Mm. That doesn't make any sense, right? But they will overpower the grid. And the other thing that noticed, uh, which I noticed when I'm driving around, is that there are some places where these things are, no way that they put a cable on the ground to, to collect the energy. And if you see a blueprint of a windmill, mm. and you look at how it works, there's no storage of a battery and I see never a uh, uh, like a maintenance fan that says oh we're gonna harvest like the battery you know they're gonna mm. gonna climb up like 200 meters to to, to get the, uh, the the fully packed battery and get it down and to to store the energy so yeah that's interesting that's it's very interesting because I think it's a, it's a one big scam one yeah big scam. big money laundering I mean yeah. anything anything really it's it's like if they're all trying to got to show it down your throat and make it be to where, you know, like we're saying electric cars. Who cares, man? If you want to drive an electric car, drive one. But I personally don't want one. I want an old V8 truck or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so you know, it's it's just everybody has choices in life. You know, you want to eat cheeseburgers tonight or Chinese food or whatever, this and that. It's, it's, it's your own personal choice. But as soon as the government or anybody worldwide or whatever starts telling you that this is what you have to do, then that, that rebellion inside all of us should kick in a little bit because you're like, even if I did want to do it, now that you're making me, I don't want to now. You know, it's, it's something yeah. fishy. And so, yeah, there's anything that's this big sh- big push. There's always more money. There's more power. There's more, like, things taken away from us, the citizens, you know, more like like we're talking about, just the convenience of filling up your gas tank or the uh, what if you, you heard of the 15-minute smart cities and stuff, you know, so... What if we just, like, social credit score style decided you drove your car too much this month, so you can't drive it for the next three days to end out the month? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's that's right around the corner that people don't realize that, you know, you don't want to give the big guys always all the control. Like, we want to be able to have a little bit ourselves, you know? And, and it's, it's, it is funny that, that with uh, electric cars, you know, there was a BMW just recently within the last couple of months had posted. I like a lot of German cars and stuff like that, Beamers and Mercedes and stuff. But BMW had started posting about they're working on a hydroelectric engine, a water engine. Mm. Well, I'm surprised a big wig company can actually say that out loud because they've been created before and. Usually just something happens. Oh, their house catches on fire. They died in a car wreck. Their brakes were cut. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> because back to that, like the scarcity thing of if we can just go to our tap water or whatever, which ain't good for us. But if you can 
fill a bucket up and pour it in your car or go drive for half a day. I don't think the big wigs want us doing that either, you know? Yeah, and just like you said, with the choices, it's it's uh, there's a lot of choices that they give you, but a lot of them are shoving down our throat, and especially within the system. If you want to say, okay, I want to provide my life and I can live my life without the system, you know, just like off-grid and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they don't want that. You have no choice. Well, it's very hard to do that, and it's very easy to do, you know, with, with some a little finance like twenty or thirty thousand dollars where you purchase some land and you you grow your own stuff and you work probably uh for yourself right to 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 yeah. uh, chop the wood and to to make the plants happy and, and your cattle and stuff like that um, i mean why not no 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 you got to fit into the system and that's very um yeah that, that, that that's something that really bothers me so i'm i'm, I'm planning to or to leave this country to get to another country where there's more place and there's more space and mm. less uh, expensive, <clears throat> because here you you pay the the yeah like two hundred three hundred thousand euros for a normal house in a village. Not mention like if you are in the city like Amsterdam or stuff like that is going to be going to be much more up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm living in a, a small village on the countryside, but it, the houses, the, the the prices are also increased dramatically uh, over yeah. the last couple of ten years. And um, yeah, there, there there are some things that, um, yeah, just like you said, some things they they, they put it down the, the throat, and you have to do that. And it's very funny to see that you always can have a choice, mm-hmm. but we've been pushed into some kind of choice making already. Yeah, yeah, we've been forced into a you know, yeah, yeah, square in a circle hole or whatever kind of thing. They're trying to make everybody conform to the same thing, and and it's just not good. I mean, there's something beautiful about being out in nature. I mean, that's our step. I live in a small town now, but uh, when Ashley gets out of school and everything, we're buying land um, within probably the end of the year. And so that's just the next step is just get farther and farther away from people, mm. not in a negative way, but just on like more self-sufficiency. Like, you know, yeah. the big cities are kind of soul suckers and, and then just money prices going through the roof on everything. And it's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up yourself. I mean, it, I'm, you know, sorry to hear that it, the prices of things are going up over there as well, but people get like, they get to where they just stay in their own bubble of life. And so they'll recognize, oh, in Oklahoma, inflation's through the roof or in wherever it's through the roof. But then you don't realize that, like, oh, shit, that's kind of happening everywhere. Like, it's not just, you know, it's not just your little local area. Same with, I mean, everything is really, not sound negative or blackpilled or nothing, but, like, it's like they're trying to take all of our happiness away, like I kind of alluded to a little bit. Because, you know, I don't know what homelessness is like over in your country nowadays or anything, but... In America, especially in Oklahoma, like everywhere, that's that my point is everybody started noticing because you're like, wait, it didn't used to be like that. Man, Tulsa's gotten so bad, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, it's it's everywhere. And like I said, not to be a negative Nancy, but yeah, that's the truth. Like they're 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 kind of making everything. They're trying to, I don't know, keep us all in the boxes of the big city. yet at the same time, keep us surrounded by fight or flight and fear. And, you know, you you can't have critical thinking if you're always on the tip of your toes grabbing your purse, going to your office or something because you think you're going to get mugged every day. And, you know, sorry, I just ranting a little bit. But, yeah, I see it. No, no, work, I work downtown, and it's just crazy, man. It's crazy everywhere now is my point. Yeah, and a lot of people that that uh, look down on, on homeless people, 
you know, they have the jobs and stuff like that. And they just look down and go, oh, look at that bum. Mm. Well, guess what? You you can end up like that, like tomorrow. Immediately, yeah. And it's very, um, it's very disturbing for me and not to be racist or stuff like that. But to see that a lot of people can't get their head around on the end of the month because of the, the prices and, and your loan is not growing with the price that you have, like the increasing of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, they take so many people inside of our countries because it's not only like uh, the Netherlands, it's complete Europe and also America. Oh, yeah. The borders. And it, I mean, that's okay. When people need help, please give mm-hmm. them the help they need. But you can screw up your own people and let them on their own destiny and tell others to come in and have a house and have, have all the stuff that you need. You know, you can't do that. It's like if you have a, like three or four children and you can't provide them for food, but you're going to take some other people in and you're going to give them the food. It's just like, what are you doing? Well, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what it all really comes down to is, you know, there's the old quote of the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And so, like you said, maybe you wanted to help other people when you got four kids, but you brought in four more people to your household and you could barely feed your four kids in the first place. Mm-hmm. Now you're hurting eight people or whatever in the long run instead of trying to help any. But with governments, it's a whole nother thing because they want us to like argue over those border things. Cause we got the border stuff going here in America. And then like you said, Europe, like, Look at France. Look at you know Emmanuel Macron and everything. Like it's you know like they they get you to where you have to say these little things in conversation of not to sound racist, and it is because they're trying to win those hearts and minds of people without using critical thinking, like you just said. So Hmm. if we have to always have to like tiptoe around how we say things because people are like, well, what you don't want to help other people coming in? It's like I help everybody if we can, if we can, and being the key word. But the yeah. governments just use it for votes. They use it for more power because what they do is same as middle school principal or not principal, but, you know, you're running for a school school board or some crap when you're a kid. Right. And they're like, I'll make all the vending machines free. You don't have the power to do that, but you just got everybody to vote for you. And then they find out later, like, yeah, I lied. So what? I'm in power now. Mm-hmm. Same with the governments. You know, they use that arts and minds crap of. You you got to feel bad for these victims coming across these borders, and if you don't, then you're a racist. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's game coach, yeah, uh, yeah. And and the, the thing is, it, it's it's conquer and divide all the same story over and over again. If it's going to be uh, about that, about uh, rainbow, about LGBT, whatever yeah. it is, BLTs, uh, no, okay. everything, everything, just like, what's your opinion about that? Is, is it? I, I hope it's different than the other ones because then you can fight for each other or to each other and mm-hmm. we just you know i think that what the system especially does is make people dependent because mm-hmm. when they are dependent on the system they can do whatever they want you know they uh you say jump and and, and they say how high and yeah something that's uh that's really bothering me because we and you see that uh it's, it's very growing like the communities that want to sponsor each other with love and with support you, you can do that on a, on a very normal, easy base, you know. If if you have some chickens and the other one has a cow and uh, the other one makes some bread, you you already have some dinner, right? So, uh, but the thing is, it's it's all this reliability. And coming back to the combustion motor, which is uh, invented by Rudolf Diesel, mm-hmm. we call it the diesel motor, but that's to his last name. 
The mm-hmm. funny thing is, it's a combustion motor that runs even on a fried um, oil. You know, uh-huh. everything yeah. that's oil, uh, you can put in and 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 it and it drives. But when he was uh, collecting his uh, Nobel Prize in England, I think it was, and he comes from Germany, mm-hmm. they um, he he went on a ship to go to England, but he never touched base on that land. Uh, his suitcases were still there, packed and stuff like that in his cabin, but uh, probably something or somewhat or someone threw him overboard and just like, okay, uh, we don't need that kind of invention because when he was speaking out loud what he invented, people would realize, hey, wait a minute. And I think on Top Gear, they once did that. They they uh, uh, they took like these old cars with the mm-hmm. with the diesel motor, and they put it like uh, <laughs> they went harvesting from cafeterias the 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 fried oil, the old some kind oil. of cooking oils, yeah, 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 yeah. And they could drive with it and smell terrible, you know, the whole road is stinking. Uh, but probably with some filters, you can do it. And as you said, right, the the uh, uh, water hydrogen car has already been there like centuries, yeah. You know, Shell and Texaco and all the big guys, they they uh, they bought the, the patent because, yep. oh, we don't do that. And now they come like, oh, we're the choir boys, you know. Oh, look at this, what we got. Wait a minute. It's been 50 years ago that that has been invented, but you probably killed that guy. That invented yeah. it. Because, and there's a lot Mono- of things with that, right? With energy also. Mm-hmm. Um, they monopolize things and they... Um... You know, they, they they take they take a stronghold on it was kind of some you know, funny, like I was telling my five year old we went to the Walmart just for something a little bit ago and he's like I said, we're in a small town, it's just random thought, but he asked something about why is there only Walmart or something? I was like, Well, because there's these things called big corporations that come into small places, they eat everything up and then they're the last one standing and they make you have to come there. So same with cars or you know, you said energy and stuff too. Edison and Tesla, you know, it's the same thing of why give free energy if you can take a light bulb that's going to burn out after X amount of hours or X many, you know, X amount of hours that light bulb is going to burn out. So you're just going to have to replace it, which is going to cost more money out of your pocket, more money for them. It's it's all it's all control. It's all it comes down to. Yeah. And and, and I think when when people will break free of that, there's going to be a law that you can't, of course, because it's very harmful for the environment or it is dangerous to do that stuff. Uh, well, what they do is, you know, make you dependent on the system. And uh, But if there are more people, the majority of people will say, no, stop. We don't, not, we don't need that because we have something different. You know, we created something different. There's no demand for the product that they want to make money off. Then things will start to change. It's the same way you go to a grocery store, like 80% you can you can throw it down the bin right away because it's like uh, canned food and, and plastics and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. because there's demand of it, they can produce it because you won't produce any food if nobody's going to take it, right? So right. we are made like, uh, yeah, we've been made to to believe that this system has to work like that. That's 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 really yeah. I think a lot of people are opening up. Um, I'm gonna recharge my battery for my hearing aids. Oh, you're fine. Second, but uh, yeah, the the idea it's it's just kind of crazy that at the end of the day it all comes down to you know. Oh, wait, I uh, one second, Derek. Oh, okay, a second. 
then I'll hear you a little bit better. Yeah, left side is uh, almost available in stereo. <laughs> right on. <laughs> We're in mono right now. Old one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was uh, with Mary with the children, right? Uh, in stereo, we were available. <laughs> so put that back on. Oh, make it a little bit more fancy, just like that. All right. All right. Back again. Oh, back yeah. in the game. Yeah, man. You know, it's microplastics and carcinogens and all kinds of stuff that, that is known that's in our food and it's in our whatever. It's it's just, it's just kind of sad and funny at the same time. Ironic funny, I guess, that people, we, we live in this, like, complacency. Like, as so many people, they they know these things are bad or people that, that are overweight, they can't stop eating double cheeseburger or just whatever your, you know, the, the your issue may be. And you know the issue is there. You're just not willing to address it. You know, it's like you almost lie to yourself every time you go to the grocery store and you buy junk again that you know is bad, even if it's just fatty stuff, you know, but then you start finding out what's really in our food. And like you said, throw 80% of that crap in the trash. And mm. there's there's something that'll make you like, you'll freak out in your, your kitchen for like about a day, but there's an app that's free called Yuka, Y-U-K-A. Mm-hmm. And it's a, um, basically you scan barcodes on, um, the food items in your house and it'll tell you like who makes them, what they're made by on a scale of one to 10, how healthy they are, all the lies and BS that's on them and stuff like, okay. yeah. And then it'll also like, if you, you like whatever, some kind of drink, some apple juice you think is good for you. And they find out now this is a bunch of junk and sugar, but here's an alternative brand that's way better, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it, it's like, you'll have about a day of freaking out of like, do I just throw everything in my kitchen in the trash can? right now? <laughs> But yeah, it's interesting. If you take the, take the initiative to to make those changes i mean it is there's so many things that just affects our health whether it's the stuff we literally eat the spray in our skies every damn day i saw buttload of sky you know tic-tac-toes all through the sky this morning Mm. and so you know whether you eat it whether you drink fluoride water whether you inhale the chemicals the aluminum you know beryllium and shit coming down it's it's almost like like I said, well, not to go black pill again, but sometimes you're almost like, what do I do? Can I just hide in the woods? You know, and yes, that's what you need to do. You know, yeah. get away from all of it. Go you get can. back with God. You get can. back with nature. Yeah. Yeah. But but you can, because w- when you were all uh, in the Netherlands and you were hanging in, in the roots, or boots like uh, one hour after or before sunset and one hour before sunsets, you're going to have, you will be fine, right? Mm-hmm. So and and of course that there are a lot of people that uh, don't care about this country and they gonna uh, get some rabbits and stuff like that, uh, um, like uh, yeah they provide their own food but it's it's illegal and of course because whenever one goes to the woods and shoots everything that's been there, that's not the the way we should live right, but mm. um, yeah as you said that there should be something that you can make a choice if I wanna. Uh, build a house here in the Netherlands. You got so many restrictions that you have to uh, put onto. Although when I would say, okay, I'll make a wooden house, yeah, but there's no heating. Well, I provide my own heating with wood. Yeah, mm. but it's cold. It it should be this. It should be that. No, I'm fine with it. You know, um, it, it's maybe there's something that um you, you could put out that that people will say, oh, that's an ugly house. But that's their opinion. That's their perspective of uh, uh, an ugly house. But when you purchase some land, you should build whatever you want, probably. Yeah. Oh, no, no, there are so many restrictions. 
And the funny thing is we have these, uh, these bricks. And when you build a house on bricks, you need um, uh, a wall between it. Like, um, uh, so you, 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 you have one layer of bricks that's mm -hmm. going to provide the wall. Then there's a space between it. And there's a, like an isolation space. And there's another uh, brick wall. But they do that, and you have to do that because when it's like raining cats and dogs for one or two days, the brick is perused. So the water gets in it and goes through it. Oh. With wood, which is not allowed, you can have a normal plank, a wooden plank. You can rain on it for 10 years. It will never, ever go through the wood. Right. Yeah. But the, and the funny thing is, if you work with wood, you can build everything, and it's yeah. very. Uh, when you get in, it's very warm and cozy already, and uh, CO two neutral. So there's there's no stuff that you need for uh, making the bricks and making this and making that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. Uh, I think that there, there's a lot of things going on, especially with the waking up community. And it doesn't matter where you are on the which path, but a lot of people think that it should be different, I think. Right. And still there are a lot of people asleep. You know, the people that are uh, thinking about the environment and buy a Tesla, well, they should, you know, get a slap in the face, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> that's the irony of, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, that's the irony of like, you know, these, these victim, not victim, I guess, but like... um I'm gonna try to say like a social justice warrior, whatever kind of person you're. Um, you, you're trying to look like you're doing. I, you ever seen the movie Starship Troopers? And there's all the propaganda videos of all the soldiers in the military. It's it's a funny movie. It's from the '90s, but keep showing these people on the propaganda video going, "I'm doing my part. I'm do." You know, and you're like, you feel like you're doing that. You feel like you're running off your emotions, doing something wise and good for the environment. So I'm driving this Tesla car that cuts back on emissions where I'm sitting at. But we're not going to talk about the cobalt mines and the lithium mines and shit that it takes to get that car running in the first place because it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like a lot of the same thing with food processing plants and stuff, too, and things. There's people think that I'm going to buy this food because I'm doing something good for my body. And then you find out where it actually came from. You're like, oh, that's not, you know, it's you've got an uncomfortable truth, an elephant in the room that you have to address. Mm. And so I don't know. I mean, it all like back to the choice thing. It's. You know, here in the States, I I don't care about left-wing, right-wing crap. Um, I'm libertarian, and mostly it's just like, hey, I want my land, I want my guns, leave me the hell alone, me and my family, I'll raise them how I want. Kind of like you said, why is it such a big deal what the government decides on, well, you need heat. Well, I've got a wood-burning stove. Well, yeah. that's not sufficient enough. Well, how do you know what's sufficient for me? Maybe I want to go live like Little House on the Prairie, you know? Like, exactly. maybe that's what I, per I mean... And it is weird that, like, we've got, you've heard of the, um, what are they called, the, uh, the Amish people up in, up in the Northeast and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's weird that they get to be able to do what they want in a lot of ways. And they're not bashing, I'm saying it's cool. Mm -hmm. But there's also other regulations on, like, how you have to have your house and a homeowner association or how you, have, you can't paint it this color. Or you're like, why do you guys worry about such weird little things that I can't do? You know that's that's the problem yeah. with like a lot of a lot of freedoms is they just attach money to it. Is it's not that you can't do it; they just know how to make money off of it over and over again. I guess kind of rambling. That's but. it. 
That's it. You need you need a, a cow that that provides you the the milk or speak speak wise the the money all the time, and it's the same with the. Uh, uh, <clears throat> it's the same with everything, right? Um, just like the people that have the, the solar panels right now. Uh, first of all, you're going to get subsidized, so you're going to get some money back and stuff like that. But if you have like a lot of sun hours nowadays, like this season that's coming up, like spring, mm-hmm. and you have too much, you can store the energy. So you have to provide it back and you have to pay for it. It's mm-hmm. the same with the bank. In the early days when you have some money, you can put it on a bank. And that's, of course, a very rich system because the bank says, okay, I'm going to hold your money like $50,000. I'm going to hold that for you. Um Okay, I want to take some. You you got to pay for that. Wait, but it's my money. You want to check it? We got a plastic card that you can put into a computer and you can see how much amount you still have on your bank account. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to pay like €2.50 or like $5 a, uh, a year to look how much money you have that you put in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you got 1 million customers, that's... Five million a year you already make without doing anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the other the scam of banks that people, I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to this. And especially since I don't know how hard it was like over like the financial crisis of like 2008, that's like 15, 16 years ago now. But um, we're kind of like experiencing version 2.0 in the past year and a half of Bidenomics, baby. No, but anyways, what I'm saying is like, People are realizing that a lot of the banking systems and stuff are scams, and they're they're really they're the big waves are freaking out now. That's why they're pushing all the CBDCs and stuff like that because it comes back to that control of mm. you go in, say you've got a hundred thousand dollars. I'm just going to give an even round number, right? You got a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account, and you decide I want to go to Chase or whoever, right? And say uh, I I want my money back today, and they're going to look at you and go, well, all we can give you back is ten percent. Because that bank has already gotten rid of that other 90% and used it in other places, kind of like how they do um, hedge funds and stuff like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The money is d- dispersed to other places. Don't worry. It's still there, but it's just not here right now. You're like, so wait a minute. And then just go try to get $10,000 in the first place if you've already got 100000 They've got a red flag. Be like, why are you trying to withdraw $10,000? Well, it's my money, isn't it? It's well, If I want to pull out $55,000, how the hell are you going to tell me I can't get my own money, you know? and. Well, it is. It's, it's a scam. It's made in that way that we think we have got all these services that we can rely on. But that system controls it with the reli- reliability that they create. Just like mm-hmm. if you go, it's very simple. If you go to a grocery store, you purchase some apples and some, uh, some tomatoes and stuff like that. You can purchase it one time, put it in the ground. And next year or this year, probably you have some tomatoes, and within a few years, you're going to have an apple tree, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But because we are so brainwashed about, oh, you need some food, you go to a grocery store and they have it. Uh, oh, okay. You need some gasoline. Um, you go to a to a pump station or a gasoline station. You're going to get your gasoline. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There's a system. With especially with plastic, because plastic is one of the uh, things that been made out of oil. Mm-hmm. If you high pressure um, uh, combust that in a way, you're gonna get diesel. Mm. 
there's a guy who's living in a remote island who made this uh, this system, and it's very easy to make also. And he um, he looks around the beaches where uh, a lot of plastic and stuff like that comes in. He uh, cuts it down, puts it in his machine, and he's going to get real diesel. He's going to mm. provide the diesel for, uh, I think, um, they have also a lot of coconuts on that island. And they have to chop them and to prepare them. And he said, I'm going to provide the diesel for the guys that have these machines. And I'm going to have the, the scrape from the coconut, which my woman makes soap out of. Yeah. I've heard there's there's quite a few things you can do with coconuts. Oh, yeah. but The insides and outsides of them, yeah. Yeah. and the, But, but the, 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 there are so many things that have been layered all over our... Um, our decades and with uh, our generations, yeah. You know, I know that my my uh, when I went to uh, the the basement to the cellar for my grandma, there was all stuff that's been uh, in pots and pans and stuff like that that was con- conserved for the year after, or maybe the the year after that. You know, like um, peaches and and pears, yeah, canning like, foot canning stuff, yeah. Yeah, canning exactly, but in the good in the good kind of sense, it's not like you know ass loads of preservative stuff like grocery store stuff. I'm talking, yeah, yeah, like or you know, there's people that do they pickle things or whatever the hell that is. You know, it's yeah, they use like the mason jars and stuff, the glass. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool that people. I mean, it it's weird in a way that we think a lot of these things are just the way they've been forever, and some of them have been around for a while, maybe. But like, you don't question sometimes you look back on the timeline of just anything and find out. They've only been doing that for 60 years. I thought they've been doing it for 500 years or something. You know, you, you don't question these things of life. And so, yeah, it's, it's interesting that just a couple of generations can pass that information can be given or be lost. And, you know, mm-hmm. grandma, grandma teaching how to pickle pig's feet or some shit, or how to, you know, do, um, canned peaches. Like you said, like a lot of people, they just don't, I don't know if they, they don't have the information anymore. Like it's almost like that's ancient knowledge. But I think there's also just a lot of laziness and just back to the, you know, complacency. I think people might know some things, mm. how they could do them, but they're just too lazy or they've got us too busy in life to be able to even That's it. find the time to do the stuff, you know? That's it. I think the time when you see like grandmother uh, raised like five, six children at, at that day and um, she was at home always taking care of the children. And when she was making and uh, canning this food, Everybody was involved with that, you know. Uh, th- that kid did that, and or looking over the shoulders from grandma. But nowadays, when you see in this society, um, from, if you have a few children like you have, I don't, I don't have because uh, I got I'm stuck with Rob, Rob, and Robbie, like three <laughs> identities within me, and I got my hands full of them. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a handful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think it's it's uh, also a question of time and. Um, there's a lot of deceiving going on with the with the time and the time management that we have because we don't have the time. We go, um, everybody's working like two jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, both of the parents are working. The kids been in, in school, which is an indoctrination camp, so yeah. they can, uh, you know, they, they, the basic things you you can learn, uh, you can teach them as a as a as an elder one. But the thing is, if you want to put your kid out of school, there are a lot of countries, especially I think it's, it's also in the Netherlands, you're not allowed for homeschooling. Wow, you're not? 
No, it's it, so when your kid is not going to school and you say, well, I don't want her to school, you're going to have some uh, uh, some people on uh, on your pavement ending up on your door and, and they're going to uh, force you uh-huh. and you're going to have a fine or there there will be some consequences about that. Wow. So it's, the, 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 just, that's also they're scared. They're scared to let people do that is what it comes down to. And And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but... You're a smaller country, so with a smaller country, it's kind of, if the right amount of people get together and start talking, it's kind of easier to wake people up. It, the more bigger the swim pool is, you know, whatever you want to call it, like you come over to America, it's a buttload of people and different different types of opinions everywhere. Not saying it's not like that over there, but it's it's harder to get everybody all on the same page. Like, you don't get that as it is over maybe in a smaller country, where they, they feel like if they let too many people start homeschooling, they might lose control of the narrative a little bit. They might, you know, the kids, the next generation coming up might be like, yo, it's time to hit reset on this whole thing and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, because with with homeschooling, it is a, it is an interesting thing where 25 years ago, right? Um, I, I'll be 35 this year. So let's just think about when I'm in fourth, fifth grade, all right? If you're the kid in school, public school, and you find out about some kid that's the homeschool kid, back then you're going to think, well, this is kind of, kind of a weirdo or something you know nowadays you think that about public school kids for the most part unfortunately i'm not saying it in a negative way but you're kind of like oh god another public education kid what have they been indoctrinated with you know they're kind of turning into that because it's a mass awakening since especially covid when a lot of people were locked in their houses they can't take their kids are out of school and blah 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 zoom like we're doing right now and a lot of parents were just like yo this is what they're teaching my kid because you're there at school at the house with the kid you're seeing the the bs in their uh propaganda and everything so people started mass exodus of public education like there's mm-hmm. through the roof numbers of homeschooling in the past four years in america through the roof and even to the point of like i don't have to go super political but like one of the goats in my opinion mr ron paul he king of the libertarians basically woke up and told the, the red and blue to kiss my ass and gave him the finger on the world stage but anyways, Ron Paul, he's got his own um, curriculum, homeschool curriculum now. That, like, the dude is a walking encyclopedia of history, and you're like, dude, that's that's a school system. I would, I mean, not going to a physical place, but you know, people don't understand with homeschooling. They think it's like, oh, you just teach your kid out of farm. You're like, no, there's still school shit they have to do. That. Well, there's nothing wrong with that too, but exactly. it's also like there's there is a curriculum you follow, but. It's just, it's kind of cool that everybody's waking up to the indoctrination campaigns that we've been seeing. Mm. And like you said, everybody's working two jobs. Well, make that three or four jobs if, you know, it's a regular household and mom and dad are working. And then now the teenage son is having to work, busting his ass at a McDonald's too to be able to help family. It's it's kind of sad. Like, they take all your time away mm. so you don't realize there's another option, you know? Yeah. And with the people that purchase like uh, 20 or 30 years ago a house... They see tremendous rays of of the uh, of the opportunity for, for for getting more money for the house, but they don't realize if you have to buy a house like when you make one hundred thousand euros of that house that you purchased like twenty years ago, you still have to put that kind of money or more into the same kind of house that you want want so that the the money has already been traded. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like okay, I'm I made one hundred thousand euros out of my house, and I can purchase a new house two hundred thousand euros because you know that the the system is going so fast, and a lot of people I think 
trying to get in that rat race, but a lot of people uh, see all around them or notice themselves like, wait a minute, hold on. I can't put up with that pressure all the time, with that stress all the time. There's so many people that uh, are hanging around with a burnout or, uh, you know, are walking burnout because there's so much stuff you have to do and to, to think about, you know. You can do this. You should do that. You, you make a choice of that. Um, it's like email. Like if you had 20 years ago when I was, when there was almost no internet, we had like once or maybe twice a week that came a mailman, give you one or two letters and probably they were from the bank, you know, the, 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 the bank amount and stuff like that. Or some mm-hmm. uh, service that, that you know, uh, uh, like, like energy or a water company, stuff like right. the bills. And you were sometimes happy to have another letter. If I open up my email right now, everyone is screaming at my face. You want this? You got that? You need this. You need that. It's like I got a few email accounts because of my business and stuff like that. Right. I think it's like 150, 200 emails a day. No. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. And the, the majority, like more than... 99 percent are you want this we yeah. got or it's all like uh, like scams or yeah magazines yeah, or want to make you uh 250 million dollars to his bank account but you have to right. like your <laughs> yeah 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 it's it is funny it used to be this kind of like it was like a treat you know back in the early internet days of like you got mail you're like oh i do cool man you're like yeah now it's if you still had that same that same um, tone that would go off like back in the old AOL days. Stuff. If you had that tone going off, you'd probably shoot your damn computer and everything. Like shut up, it's all scam, it's all lies. <laughs> yeah, but I would yeah, make a video out of it, just like when a mailman is coming uh, to watch my path, and you know he's giving me that uh, that letter, just like uh-huh. wow. And then uh, the same video, but uh, at, at the at the present time, like a, a complete truck filled with uh with envelopes and just burst down your yard <laughs> yeah no kidding that's exactly what it is really it's the same thing <laughs> and it's crazy and, and well, there's so much scam going on and even on, on that kind of idea a little bit of like people like you had said of just walking around everybody's stressed anxiety overload they're you know fighter they've kept us in this like fight or flight which is like very very damning to your body when you do that like it's okay to be a fight or flight here and there because you need that little bit of i don't know what you call it awakening or sometimes you mm-hmm. just like you know like sometimes you need to have your blood pumping a little bit to make something realize what matters most or things like that right i guess but if you stay in that fight or flight so long it's like you're you're ready to fight you got all your muscles tensed up right but then yeah. a fight never happens and you just keep staying like that Eventually, your muscles are going to get like, you know, I'm just using an analogy, but you're you're eventually, your muscles are going to just start loosening back up. They're going to wear out because they're going to get tired, you know, and and that's where we kind of are in society everywhere, you know, all different nations, because it's just been this information overload to everybody of the left says this, the right says this, the Al Jazeera says this, Russian Times says this, everybody's got different, you know, opinions of, of all the same subjects. And half the time, they're not even telling you the other subjects is going on, going unreported. So you're sitting there taking all the propaganda in from five different angles, mm-hmm. and you 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 can't find your ass from a hole in the ground. Like you don't know what's going on because it's all different 
it's like that's what I'm saying. You say in this fight or flight, you don't know which direction to look. Where's the enemy coming from? You eventually just buckle up into a, or, you know, buckle down into a corner. You know, with your arms around your knees, rocking back and forth. Like it's, it is a really sad, scary kind of situation. We're mentally, mentally as humans, we're we're stuck in right now because the internet's got a good thing to it. We're waking people up. We're talking. We have our own podcast. We're out there sharing the truth and information. But man, a lot of people don't want to look for that stuff. So they're getting the opposite side of it, that propaganda overload. And it really is sad, man. Like, I hope people could wake up a little bit more, you know? Well, that's why I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. And this says, this was uh, uh, obey propaganda. But I made it Ah. disobey. Oh, that's awesome. This was the black marker. This obey propaganda. Why? Because... uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that the systems that were bad in the past, like uh, Second World War, where we had to learn some stuff, mm-hmm. they have been studied and been put it out in a different way with a better outcome for humanity. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I think that, that's a nice that, that's a nice skip on the, on the branch, right? About uh, because you would like to talk also about that uh, World War Two about things that happens then, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's shit. Was talking about propaganda. I mean, can't get any more propaganda heavy than World War Two or even World War One, which is not really talked about much. But World War Two, man, it just really seemed like all of a sudden people kind of had this weird the the patriotism wasn't always exactly like i would say on the american side you know i obviously wasn't alive my my grandfather rest in peace he was in battle of the bulge and uh got whatever croix de guerre from france military stuff like that like he was american soldier but he got he was pretty decorated and um there's just a lot of people that back then the the propaganda didn't quite work at the very beginning of the war that's why america kind of held out for the long they're like we'll just kind of try and stay out of it as long as we can we'll ship some stuff over to europe and help out to the european theater which is ironically it was called the theater like the european theater all the world's a stage but anywho we start getting back here in the states this idea of like well shit not saying what germany was doing was right but they were realizing germany and russia were really ramping up this propaganda thing leaflets and stuff like that so they started doing that here in the states too but let's do it for the greater good so we can combat the other evil propaganda, but anytime you try to, just, the power is going to come there and it's going to corrupt it eventually anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So, you ever heard of Edward Bernays? Yeah. Yeah, he's king of propaganda, modern propaganda, you know, and he's the, not jokingly, but you know, he's the one where you'd see like all these weird advertisements of nine out of ten doctors recommend camel cigarettes or, you know, this five out of seven pregnant women recommend, uh, vino wine or some shit you know yeah yeah yeah. and you know it's just basically people started falling for like they wanted they wanted hope you know and i know i'm kind of rambling but we basically got to where too much was going on here in the states in my opinion that like we were like well we're fighting we got to help these others fight rosie the riveter and all that right and we're going to the factories and stuff but I, i think with the operation paperclip and things that came at the very end of the war I think that's where things got really worse. I think a lot of people came in with good intentions mm-hmm. trying to help out the world. But once again, that good intentions, you know, or the road to hell or however that saying goes, um, people started taking in, well, we got to help out these scientists. They weren't Nazis. They were just scientists held against their will. And then 
you know, we, it, Russia did the same thing. Like back to that propaganda, we've got we got all these people coming in, kind of unvetted, even though we actually know exactly who the hell these were. And you know, not to flash forward too much, but a lot of the things we have problems nowadays is because of the people that we had put in power back then. You know, mm. during the Cold War era, right after World War Two. Of it's ironic that Russia has been this enemy to the United States brain, I guess, to the brain more than anything else. But it's been this enemy for the past 75, 80 years. I, mm-hmm. Since when? Since we decided they weren't our ally anymore. You know, and I'm not saying some yeah. Russian sympathizer, but it's just funny how history gets so convoluted and people don't want to look into it because, hey, we helped Russian, you know, hold off Germany and the Nazis and stuff. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the war is over, we're like, who's our next bad guy? Yeah. Russia, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. And without Russia, we would probably lose because when you see the series like the Band of Brothers or the film, mm-hmm. when they landed on D-Day, it was like 44. They took yeah. one year to get to Berlin. That's that's not that much uh, distance. No. But because um, Stalin, w- which probably had more people uh, killed in his name than uh, the NATO Hitler, um, when, when they didn't do that on the East Front, we would lost so much. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it's and and there are always two stories, and uh, only the winner writes the story, right? Right, his his, his story, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but you can question that that there are some things like the Holocaust. You can question that here in the Netherlands. You could be locked up. Oh, I know, it's really crazy. Um, and and that's the thing though is like that old time old saying of those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. You know, there is a lot of things that we're just like, no, 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 don't talk about that dark past. Well, if we don't talk about the shit that it's going to happen again, man. Like, it's kind exactly. of like, and that's a funny thing that, like, most people, they say the word Nazi. And they don't really know what the hell a Nazi is. They just know it as this, there's this short guy with the funky mustache, right? You know? And they're <laughs> like, yeah, but a Nazi is a national socialist. That's that's what the, that's what the Nazi party was, national socialism. And so when you say, well... Socialism just hasn't been tried the right way before. Like, I'm pretty sure it's been tried a dozen different ways. Most of the times they've resulted in wars and famines and, you know, mm-hmm. deaths, massive, massive exodus as people leaving other countries and stuff. Like, it, it is funny what what we can and can't question, but it it's not funny. It's really sad because it, it makes things happen again because people don't learn from that. Like, exactly. I don't know if there's something. It's funny you said that, like... um. It is just random thought, but I know for a long time they had talked about like in video games, right? If you play like a World War II video game, um, a lot of countries, so I'm imagining most of European countries, the developers would basically have to make a video game two times. Okay, so what they'd have to do is like in certain other countries, if you're fighting, you're the, the you're, you're the Americans, you're the good guys driving the tank and there's a building you're going to blow up. It's got a big Nazi flag and Iron Eagle and stuff like that hanging on it. And I'm not saying that's good. But those same developers, if they wanted to be able to sell that game in England or in wherever, they had to take all that out and then put a different image on there. And so it'd be literally completely. So it's kind of crazy that I get it in a way of like without hurting emotions. But man, sometimes sometimes emotions need to get riled up a little bit. People need to know uncomfortable crap, you know? Mm, true. And if you see like the swastika, which is totally not uh a bad symbol. It's been thousands of years old. You can see it in Angkor Wat. But mm-hmm. when this um, 
when Hitler, he, he was a painter also, and uh, uh, when he, he uh, flipped that a little bit to the side, mm-hmm. that's a swastika that we know w- which is connected with evil. Of course, yes, it is. But, um, you know, he, he put one of the the, uh, the 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 most powerful symbols about the seasons, about uh, the, the wind directions and stuff like that. That's yeah. the, the wheel of life for a lot of countries. And you can put it on a on a uh, on the left side or a right side or, or uh, what's it called a, a mirror, you know? It's like inverted, that, yeah, yeah, converted exactly, and th- it, which is a very good sign. But because this this idiot uh, painted it uh, wrongly, let's say that you right. can walk around with it. And of course, if you are walking around with it and you have this philosophy about a Second World War or you being a Nazi, you're you know, you're, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, they, they, they took so much out of our history about what's the real truth and what's the real meaning of the symbol. And there are a lot of symbols, like the yeah. pentagram. It's yeah. been there before Christianity with, uh, well, Christianity called them pagans, but before that, there were those, these people that were working off the land and they knew this symbol was very powerful because the mm-hmm. five-pointed star uh, your body is five points. You have five uh, the heads. fifth element kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's and elements, of course, exactly. Um, but because they put it on a, on a wrong way and and to to give this propaganda, no, that's a bad symbol. It's not. It depends on. And you talked about guns. Maybe that's a different story. But I know a lot of. I did some shooting on, on a range. Uh, I saw them all because you have to. Uh, 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 you need. Um, permission and stuff like that and it was just like too um expensive what again too expensive too much time mm. but the thing is uh people just said oh no but, but uh you kill people N- no and guns don't kill people 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 kill, kill people, people. Yes, that's sir. the big difference when i put a gun here in my house nothing happens with it until somebody picks it up and do some bad stuff with it mm-hmm I got a safe full of guns five feet away from me right now that's not doing anything oh. at all because I'm not doing the intent is not there. That's it, it's anything in life. The intent, you know, whether just like we we're saying about, you know, not sympathizing for Hitler or anybody that's dipshit like that through history, but anything can be inverted. So like Hitler took, you know, like the Nazi symbol or the, the you know, the swastika, you know, look into India and all these other cultures and stuff that have used it forever. Like you also said, you can look straight up and watch the Polaris. And it's not Polaris, but it's, you know, Polaris doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. But you can watch, um, I think it's the Big Dipper or whatever, that if you watch it through the seasons, I think that's what you were referring to, it will make the shape of a swastika. But it's inversion. It's all inversion. It's the intent behind it. Just like a cross, it can be a regular thing and be a symbol of God and Jesus. Or if you walk into a house, you see a cross hanging upside down. It's the exact same cross, but it's inverted. And I'm like, uh... I seen the exorcist i'm the hell out of here yo you know but but it's it's the same exact item just like, like just like the guns is what i was getting at like i have guns because one i grew up with them i've grown up hunting with my dad i grew up shooting and stuff like that so i'm comfortable with a gun i'm a guitar player i'm comfortable with a guitar i mean you could be nervous your first time with a guitar and drop it on the ground and that's you broke the thing or something right same with a gun if you know what the hell you're doing with anything give me an axe or a sword or whatever it's yeah it's just an item it's a tool exactly. and if used if it's used wrongly then there's always going to be consequences if you're chopping tree limbs down with a chainsaw and you're an idiot and you're not trained with it and you chop your freaking leg off 
Yeah, or somebody else. It's not a gun, but I can go to Home Depot or Lowe's and go buy a chainsaw all day long, right? Mm. Or yeah, somebody else. I've seen Scarface, man. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's the same with a gun, man. And I got I got kids in a family, and it's the last thing you need to do is kick in my damn door because you're not getting out of my house. Like it's mm. probably going to be a couple pieces by the time I get to blowing your ass away. But that's only because I'm doing it for my own protection of my family. Like yeah. I'm not going to go out with the intent to go hurt or harm anybody. The last thing I'll ever want to do is shoot somebody. That should be the last thing anybody ever wants to do. But you got to be able to back to those choices. Like we were talking about earlier. Like I don't need any government telling me what I can and can't do to protect myself or my family. I, you know, I'm going to completely butcher the, another quote, but it's the whole rather be judged by 12 than carried by six or whatever. Right. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather have my day in court because I survived and I did something illegal that I, at least I'm having my day in court, then my family's sitting there listening to, you know, my eulogy as they're crying their eyes out because I couldn't defend myself. You know, that's, that's, that right is only between me and God, the big guy upstairs, not, not any other man that's down here trying to make his own laws because we don't have to bow to any man. That's the thing about it, right? I mean, we do in a way, I guess, on like government following the laws a little bit, but really at the end of the day, what is other, some other dickhead because he's in a suit and I'm in a pair of shorts over here. Like, why does he get to make the law of the land? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's sending I mean, that That's something about authority, right? Uh, you could be a, a Torian person, but to say that you're above another person, that's bad. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, just like if you go to the doctor, you think that he's the expert and tell you, you know, about your health and stuff like that. that that's that's something that, that, that I call uh, as a refer to authority, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody is, is authoritarian, I don't know what's the, the 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 real word in English, but you know, just like putting it out, like, no, I'm going to tell you what to do. Hold your horses because I'm not that kind of guy. And the funny right. thing is, if you if you look at uh, when I was doing uh, uh, on on a shooting range, we, we could not shoot on on uh, targets that were moving. You know, there were mm. a lot of restrictions here in the Netherlands. Yeah, uh, but you had like uh, two uh, competitions, like a military pistol and a service pistol. Nice. And I really like that. I really, really like that. And uh, my uh, my girl at that time, my wife at that time, she said, "It's unbelievable. You're skipping branches like a squirrel, like I always said, but it's also in my head. You know, just like always busy, busy, busy in my head. But once you have that gun and you have your focus on the target." completely silence. Mm-hmm. And I said, I need that. It's it's the same if you were shooting a, um, an arrow, you know, you, you need to focus on a target. It's not like, um, just like you said, it, it, I, I want to, uh, if something bad could happen to myself, I want to um, protect myself. But it's mm-hmm. not like somebody's breaking in, I'm going to give them a headshot, you know? It's right. If you go to the to uh, to 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 uh, to jail for that, I think yeah, that's that's a very good possible reason because you really screwed up. But if right. you take him down, you know, and that's that's the thing, you know, uh, fight fire with fire, or when somebody is trying to rob you for material stuff and right. not threatening your life, you 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 can't you know wait on your yard until he's twenty or forty yards away and then shoot him in his back. Exactly. Yeah, because he's, he ran off with your TV. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thousand percent agree with you because it's like, man, if you climb in one of my kids' windows or especially my window, like I'll just get to you faster. But like, 
if you really come in like a window or something like that and you i mean regardless if i'm asleep in the middle of the night like i mean not to get like crazy sounding but like shotgun is what's going to you know that way if i'm half asleep in the middle of the night it's not like i'm going to be half asleep i'll be waking up as i'm getting up but you don't have to worry about being this ultra headshot precise shot like you're talking you shoot from the hip down the hallway and put two slugs or two you know two buckshots in somebody's somebody's stomach area man they might survive they might make it to the hospital they might not survive at all but at the same time i subdue the person and get them out of the hell out of my house and my kids and family are safe you know and yeah and it sucks because you know nobody wants to have to bring out violence in this world and i hope none of us ever have to but exactly. at the same time it's you know cause we were t- talking a couple weeks ago that better to be a warrior in a garden than the gardener in the war you know i'd rather be prepared for the situation regardless of whether the situation ever arises you know and yeah I think that's that, that's what like a lot of us need to and not even just guns, just mentally, mentally being prepared and like on. There's so many back to you know I've got a few minutes left here, brother. I got uh, yeah, no family stuff on Sunday, but but what I was gonna say is with a bunch of craziness in this world, like like I was talking in the beginning, the damn cell phone stuff on Thursday. People, I've lived 45 minutes away from where I work. I couldn't call my wife. I couldn't get a hold of my kids. Nobody could. So you're almost like it was 1993 all over again, but. Huh. Uh, <laughs> pre-cell phone days is what I'm saying but it is funny that like people need to be aware of just be prepared for anything like you know what if what if the power goes out tomorrow what if your phones can't work tomorrow what if you, the, the water shut off what if there's no you need to be prepared for anything it's like us being truthers wouldn't we rather be wrong than be right you know a lot of people oh, think yeah. oh you do that you just let us have the right answer to everything. I'm like, I don't want to have the right answer to half of these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And the, the funny thing is what you mentioned, uh, there were some, uh, there are some restrictions, uh, which is very good. You know, Nellis, we have a, a, a gun license. You huh? have the gun stuck in the safe and you have the yep. ammo on another safe, right? So it's separated. And huh. you have the key on a place where nobody knows where the key is. And you have some intervals from police that they're going to check you if everything is okay. And if you have, uh, like, uh, you know, you are into a bar brawl or stuff like that, you're going to have a fight, you will be visited at home. You know what's up and what's happening. And the funny thing is, uh, uh, people told me, oh, you got guns at home, but, you know, I want to have a gun too and a permission because I want to defend myself. Well, when somebody's entering your house, no matter how big your house is, before you're going to get your gun and have the um, the situation that you could point it at someone, <laughs> you already been messed up, right? Yeah, yeah. You ran out of time. Yeah, you ran out of time. You you you, you need to, to find your key first. You need to <laughs> find your safe. You got your ammo. You, you're, you're shaking like a... And if you're doing any of that, yeah, your hands are going crazy anyways. Yeah, yeah because it's not like a shooting range stuff and, and pointing... Uh, and never ever point something that shoots whatever, even if it's an arrow or stuff like that, or even if it's a nerve gun. Right? A nerve gun, yeah. I teach my kids the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never look down a barrel or let somebody else look down the barrel. You know, the, you, you, things can go off. And uh, of course, when you have all these uh, safety prescriptions and stuff like that, the, the 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 amount of that stuff is happening is very very little. But you have mm-hmm. to be aware, you have to be master of your instrument or yep. whatever you tool you have to not um, put yourself in danger or others. Mm-hmm. And 
just like what you said that the the uh even if i don't have any guns which i don't but mentally i i i did a lot of krav maga there are yeah. situations that i could mess somebody up if i want to and i have the chance to yeah but to be prepared it it is not like oh i do some martial arts so i i will be you know the mike tyson no you have maybe an opportunity to save you or others from a real bad situation. That's true. And that's that's something that we all should be aware of. It's actually exactly as you said, not only in this in this uh, situation that, that you have to protect yourself, but also about what if the light turns down? Do you have enough candles? Just for example, mm-hmm. um, I have this Berkey water filter. I can pour water from a creek into that water filter and it's going to filter out the water. And yeah, without yeah. The, the, the heavy metals and stuff like that, I should purchase also the uh, 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 what's it the the uh, the the, uh, the other filter, uh, the Philride filter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that th- that that's that's another upgrade that I want to do. Yeah. But with the system itself, which is not running on energy or whatever, I can bring it wherever I want on this world. And when I find water, I can purify it with all the minerals in it, without the heavy metals, without the uh, uh, pres- prescriptions like the medications, stuff like that, that, that's in the water because, yeah, and that's that's something to be aware of. You need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And that way of matter that you hopefully do not need it. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. and yep, back to that. Better to have and not need, you know, better to... Better to be prepared for some kind of situation that might never happen, that only occurs in your own imagination and brain. But just like Krav Maga, or just like Jiu-Jitsu, or kickboxing, or Tai Chi, and whatever, whatever you're using, you know. Like, there's just, there's a lot of things that maybe, there's moves that you'll use that you would never in a million years probably be in that situation, right? Yep. But the one time you don't learn that, Two weeks from now, that that exact situation is going to happen. You know, like that's when everybody says, "What are the odds that blah blah blah?" The odds are against you, but I mean, they're not against you. They're kind of like, yeah, it'll probably never happen. But on the off chance, it's, you know, it's good to have that extra. It's like a Swiss Army knife. It's got all the gadgets and gadgets on exactly. it. Exactly. You don't need the toothpick right now, but you might one day. You don't need the scissors right now, but you got that string hanging on your shirt. Hey, that came in handy. You know, it's it's nice to have those things at your disposal. You know. Exactly, and I love the feature of the uh, uh, the pin set from the yep. uh, Swiss uh, Army knife. Yep, uh, and just like you said, I think I I always have one on my keychain, uh-huh. and um, I just purchased like the, this this very handy sharpener, and I can uh, in the field I can sharpen really really fast a knife. Just like what the hell, that's gonna be razor sharp. Nice. Uh, yeah, I love that thing. And of course, I did with the whetstones and stuff like that because you, you need to get into the old stuff, you know, to, to know how things work, just like the canning of food, you know. Mm-hmm. Why why do you put a lot of sugar in it? Because it's preserving, but it's not in a bad way. And you can choose what kind of sugar. And if you have this can with a lot of sugar in it, but it's going to give you the food for that moment, hey, that's going to be all right instead of, taking every single day a lot of sugar and a lot of salt, the bad salt in you, um, bad oils and stuff like that. But with mm-hmm. the Swiss Army knife, just like you said, I think probably 
99% and maybe 0.9999. It's going to be the knife that I use and the pin yeah. set once in a while. And the other stuff, it's there, it's available, but you don't need it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Not yet. Exactly. Not yet. You never know. Hey, man, it's got a bottle opener. I mean, what about that time somebody goes, has anybody got a bottle opener? Hell yeah, click. I do. <laughs> it's like there's always something that you might end up needing on it. Exactly. And uh, uh, with, with that said, so um, you, you you need to you need to hop off, Derek. Yeah, I've got the kiddos. Got some uh, friends coming over here pretty soon, so house is going to get pretty chaotic, probably. <laughs> well, it was really good talk again. I really like that. Uh, and uh, as you asked, you know, I'll 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 would love to hop on your show also because we uh, we are like brothers in arms, you know, with with the with putting out some stuff. Like that, there's some truth. There's some uh, what they say conspiracies, mm -hmm. uh, but there's also good talk and uh, just like two people who are having uh, random thoughts and uh, filling these thoughts with their uh, perspective and their uh, uh, things that they've been go through and and basically talk about life and that's what I really like, you know, because we we touch so much base on so many on, on so many levels, and I think that's really great. Uh, what I also like to listen to. You know, mm -hmm. when I listen to podcasting, not on, only in, on the same uh, narrative about, you know, about coffee, I can listen to it for a while. But if somebody's going to kind of, you know, brawl about one hour about coffee, I'm I'm done, man. Like right. five minutes. What's, That's what's why, coffee? hell, even, I mean, yeah, you're welcome anytime. Um, let's shoot for a couple of weeks from now. I'll get the calendar out here in a little bit and maybe shoot you a message. We'll figure something out. But, um, yeah, dude, uh, just, that's why my show is called talking stit. And half the time, like I'll have a main subject. This person's a musician. We're going to talk about this. So this guy was in this band. Let's talk about that. But you never know. You got an hour long conversation, 15 minutes in. You're like, okay, cool. Oh, where are you address that? Throw the script away. And well, what else, man? What are you, you know, it, it just, it's fun to just, I'm kind of ADD, ADHD, I don't know which one it is. I just talk too much, and that's why it's nice to have a microphone, but it's just fun to just talk and just have people to converse with, pick minds, and see where the conversation goes. Like, the roll of the dice of life, that's that's the best part about it, man. You, and you meet great people along the way and have fun conversations. Oh, yeah, it's it's been tremendous. Like It's not like two and a half months, something. Now, I think, oh, well, two and a half months now that I'm really putting out the podcast, I'm... I'm this will be episode number 31. Nice. And I already talked to so many interesting, beautiful people, just like, wow, there are people out there, no matter what podcast you have, that you mm -hmm. touch base on humans, like I like to say, fellow humans, just like, wow, there uh, people think and people want to provide the truth, whatever their truth is. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to just talk basically on some stuff that's, on their minds, you know, it just like you said, you you heard about that did this uh, uh, the stuff going on like like a few days back in uh, in, in in America. There mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that you can talk about about you know how to prepare about that. I know when he when the power has been turned off here, I'm gonna light my candle and uh, I do my uh, you know plug in my, not plug in my guitar, but gonna get my acoustic guitar and I can play a tune. Or just, you know, hanging around the nature of my hammock. That's the best thing I ever did. Purchase a hammock. Nice. On Amazon, fourteen ninety five, And always have the Damien backpack. Hmm. And as soon as I'm in nature, I'm going to stretch it to a tree with this tree hugger so you don't 
you know, push it off. You don't uh, damage the tree. Right. You're out, man. Just, yeah. It's awesome. Really taking in, taking in the Lord's work, man. Taking in nature, the sounds, the smells, the sights. And close your eyes and your brain will just recalculate. Like, you know, it's just a good reset, man. Like, and it is. That's what we all need to do. Like I said, in this crazy times of information overload, we need to just kind of take a breath and it's like when you go to shoot that arrow or shoot that bow or gun or whatever, like you got to take that inhale and that exhale. You got to just let it, just let life go sometimes. Like you got to just find the happy, clear your head is what I'm kind of getting at, you know? Mm -hmm. Hang in the hammock, absorb some natural sunlight, let it literally recharge your body, like plugging your phone in, you know? Exactly. And getting off, especially with your visible sight from the things that have been man-made. Right. Everything is squared and stuff like that. Yeah. If you go into nature, you don't see anything about that. Yeah. So everything has this, has the beauty. This, yeah. And yeah, dude. Really, I love that, man. And especially now, because now uh, the sun has been shining for a few days now. Yeah. And spring is coming, so everything is popping up uh, from nature. When they not spray us like crazy that you uh-huh. not going to see the sun. I did some star <laughs> ga- uh, sun gazing today, but good. It, it was it was a little bit blurry because they they sprayed it, of course. Damn. Uh, but hey, that that's a different story, of course. <laughs> that's a different yeah, story. we can get into that, that sun gazing, yeah, yeah. chemtrails, and all that shit next time, man. Yeah, we do. We, we we're gonna have part three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. You know, I know. We'll make an anthology. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hey man, it was great talking to you, Derek. And you too, Rob. Um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, contact each other about an episode. that's gonna be on you, and we we just wanna have fun and and, and hang around and gonna te- text each other on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds good, dude. Yeah, for I uh, thank you for for opting on for your time and energy, and uh, for all the listeners at home. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Disorganized Productions with uh, episode thirty-one already with Derek Stitt. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, Have a beautiful morning, a beautiful day, or a beautiful evening, wherever you are on this beautiful, plain planet. Right on. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the time, man. Yeah. Hope you have a great week as well. Yeah. Keep on rocking, man. You too, man. Keep on rocking in the free world, as free as I want it to be. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we do, man. Thanks. Go, brother. Peace out, man. All right. Ciao. Running through all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always kind And he couldn't fulfill my dreams I'm running for all my life with the devil on my heels He wasn't always kind And he couldn't fulfill my dreams He's a pain in the ass Black as a night God, show me the light He's a pain in the ass Black as a night God, show me the light Fulfill my dreams He's a pain in the ass 
desert night. God, show me light and hold me tight. 